Jen, did you hear about that guy? I know it's been all over the news, that guy who dipped his testicles in glitter. No. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> glitter balls. Oh, my God. Oh, large energy. Put in your booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. Another purpose for a glue stick. <laughs> They're not just for eating. That's more than D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of So Much Genergy. It's me, Jenny McKinney, and I am here with my co host, Jeff Jones. Jen, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Good to be here. Sunny day, Memorial Day, technically. Yes. Whew. 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 Good times. I did check your uh, humidity percentage today. It's like, I think, 50% humidity to up there today. Yeah, it's it's already muggy. I can tell. Yeah. Whew. Shoo-wee. Yep. Uh, so what you got fun stuff for this week, Jeffy? I know we saw each other last <clears> week. <throat> we had a celebration of life service for our uncle. Uh, saw the fam, hung out a few yep. times. Good seeing that side of the family. I love seeing those ones. Yeah. Paulette, good times. Paulette, Rhonda, Laura, everyone over on that side. Great yeah. people. Yep. No, Jen, I wanted to start out talking uh, real quick. I wanted to mention on here, there's a March for Our Lives taking place uh all over the country on june 11th okay and they're taking it's it's in washington dc it's in lansing michigan it's all over the country these their students are organizing a march for our lives and we had a student here approach the city council in oxford and they got one in oxford now oh nice on june 11th at noon uh, so if you're interested in March for Our Lives, I'm sure in your state, if you look around, you're going to find where in your state that's taking place on June 11th, okay. March for Our Lives. All right. Um, awesome. Good to know. Can you kind of give some background so if so, somebody doesn't know kind of what, what that would be for? Is it just really uh, like students kind of just? Yeah, I think it's more for gun control. I think okay. it's um, I think they're marching to try to get legis- legislation that'll it's not to ban guns it's not that it's gun control it's right. to keep guns locked up uh to make the owners of the guns have to basically take responsibility if you're going to own the gun take responsibility for it don't okay. leave it unlocked you know what right. i mean don't leave it loaded don't leave it where kids can find it yeah um it's things just have like some that. smarts about it yeah just it, i yeah. hate to say common sense but it's just common yeah sense. literally yeah you know and I mean? make if it you, a little bit harder for people to get a gun. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That and, you know, again, a lot of it comes down to it's it's mental issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be aware of where your kids are at mentally. Right. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, your kid might have gun safety and it might even been hunting their whole life. But you know what? If your kid has issues that are underlying that you're not aware of. Yeah. 
yeah, do check in. And I just wanted to add real quick too. I think when kids are younger, you know, parents are more involved. And then as they get into middle school and high school, they kind of like take a step back and they give them more room when actually that's when they need their parents and family even more. Right. Because right now at that age, they're getting a lot of outside influence. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And you, at least by being a part of that and talking to your kids, you can still kind of regulate that or still kind of give the other side if it is going the other way. Yeah. Like, fortunately and, for us, like our kids, they talk nonstop. Like, yeah. we know mentally where our kids are by the hour. Right. Like, I hate to say that, yeah, but, yeah. but our kids are t- like, they talk that much. Yeah. Yeah. But, but not, I think, too, it's an it's an open relationship. So, it you is. know, it's it's building because I can remember even when um Peanut was younger, you know, mom and dad would always say, like, why do you talk to her like she's an adult? Well, because eventually she will be, right? Yeah. So yeah, we've never baby talked to either of our kids. Even yeah. as like as infants, we're talking six months old. You're still yeah. talking to them like they're a human being because they it's the only way they're gonna start comprehending words and emotion. And sharing and their where they're right. at, you know, like a check-in. It's not, you know, it's not being overly like aggressive in you know like tell me where you're at it's not like that it's just open discussion you know yeah. and it's not you know there are certain things that you can you should and shouldn't talk about you know with your kids obviously if your kid is a kid don't share adult issues with them you know because right. that's not a good look either no it just brings anxiety to them and more worry yeah. to them and other things they have to worry about that for no reason right. they shouldn't be worrying about yeah yeah okay awesome well thanks for sharing more information so, on that so june 11th march for our lives march for our lives yeah so okay. again that's taking Good. place all over the country we were as a family going to travel to washington dc yeah and then we thought no we'll support more locally so we were going to go to the one in lansing and then now we found out that there's one in oxford so. okay Awesome. And again, they're all over the country. Most major cities uh, have them. Yeah. But okay, just wanted to mention that on here. Yeah. So speaking of talking to the kids, the other day, the oldest one <laughs> came to me and he's like, Dad, he goes, do you like Dr. Pepper? I go, yeah, I like Dr. Pepper. He's like, I did too. And I go, why don't you like it anymore? And he said, somebody pointed out to him that Dr. Pepper is just the barbecue version of Sprite. Oh, <laughs> he said it grossed him out to the point that he can't drink it anymore. Yeah. You know what Brian Regan says about Dr. Pepper? No. It's, it's the same as Mr. Pibb, but he had a degree. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pibb tastes like the... You know what we used to get was Dr. Thunder. Oh, yeah. And every time we'd open it up, we'd get... Thunder Strap! <laughs> and crack that can open every time. Dr. Thunder. Yeah. In here here in Tennessee, they have Dr. Enough. E-N-U-F. E-N-U-F. Oh, Dr. Enough. He's... Yeah. That is so far from having a degree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But besides that, uh, this week I've been on a Tina Turner kick. Man, oh, snap. I don't, I don't even, not even sure why. I just, yeah. I woke up like maybe Tuesday morning, last Tuesday, and I had a Tina Turner song in my head, Simply yeah. the Best. Oh. And I got up, so I had it so on, and I turned on the video in the morning on the way to work, listened yeah. to it. And then I, what I clicked on was a live show of it. And oh. so I just watched the whole, listen to it, I should say, I was driving. Yeah. The whole live show. I get to work. I get there about a half hour early. So I sat there, watched the rest of the concert. Man, she is sexy. She got sexier the older she got. Yeah. Her legs are like a mile Yeah. Long. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, and then I was watching, if you watch the uh, Simply the Best video, because then when they got to work, I kicked down the video. Right. And, and oddly enough, there's like a horse in the video, and okay. her legs are just as strong as that horse's legs. Oh my God. <laughs> that is amazing. You know what I think it is with Tina Turner is growing up, we had a neighbor. Yeah. 
and they would call mom or mom would send me next door to go and get this or pick this right. up or do that. And every time I go over there, yeah, I would think, man, that she looks like Tina Turner. She had yes. the big hair because I only knew Tina Turner at that age from the What's Love Got to Do With It video. Yeah. On MTV. We're talking right. like five, six, seven. Yeah. And she had huge hair like that, like yep. the big, like big hair. And she I actually thought she was kind of like maybe half black, half white. But I guess yeah. she just tanned a lot. I come to find out mom yeah. or somebody had told me that lady just tanned a lot. Right. She looked like Tina Turner. She and did. every time I'd go over there, she'd put on lipstick and kiss me all over my face. Yep. <laughs> and I'd have to go back home with all these kiss marks all over my face, <laughs> which in hindsight is funny. Now that like thinking right, about right. it, like that I'd come back home with like, oh, some sugar. And I got like six kiss marks yeah. on my face. Mom would laugh. I'd have to go wash them off. <laughs> but I don't know. As a Kim? kid, though, I would. Was that Kim? Yeah, Kim. Yeah. 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 Yep, I would blush and be like as a kid, like, oh my god, I can't believe she kissed me. She was so sexy. Even as yeah. a kid, I knew that lady was sexy. And I think that's why I like Tina Turner because she looked just like her. Yeah, yeah. But oh, besides that, somebody had messaged me um wanting to know. I told him about dad's fantasy bracket in this upcoming Jeff and Iran episode. Okay. Which is hilarious. Yeah. But in Dad's fantasy bracket, he narrowed down his top 16 songs to one like his okay. favorite song of all yeah. time yeah and i made dad a cd and put them all on a cd for him yeah well then one of the nephews wanted to know if um we could put it onto a spotify playlist oh so if you look in the hopefully in the link for this episode we're going to try to add a spotify playlist link i'm going to okay. try to figure out how to do that on my account yeah so you can listen to ron's top 16 songs okay cool spotify playlist yeah but Here's another thing. You know, why do people get weird when you just stop by? Like, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I always give people a heads up. Even yeah. if I'm, you know, randomly like, oh, I'm going to swing by here and we're five minutes away. I'm still going to text or call, probably call if I'm that close, just to right. say, hey, is it cool if I swing by, blah, blah, blah. But we were coming through town the other day and Griff was like, oh, do you want to swing by and pick up Aiden and Brandon? I go, yeah, we can do that. I go, why don't you give them a call? Make sure they're home. He's like, no, just go by there. I go, no, why don't you call some call there? And right. We're not just stopping by. We're not a-holes. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? I go, all right, fine. You know, and we were already, by the time our argument got over, we're at the end of the road. <laughs> okay. So we pull in and pull in. Yeah. Right. I knock, I feel weird not giving anybody a heads up. I don't even yeah. know why, but I just, you know, and I do have random friends that just, because we live in near a town, they just walk over. Like, so yeah. the people do just show up here and I'm used to it, but yeah. I like to give people a notice. So we go sure. knock on the door and we hear a bunch of hustling and bustling inside. Griff and I are looking at each other and all of a sudden the door cracks open and then Mrs. Boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? No, I go, oh, nothing, man. I go, hey, you know, sorry for stopping by. And he opens the door and he's like, God, you guys freaked me out. He's like, I didn't know who was just knocking at our door. Made a, yeah. And then the kids were like, who is it? There were his little kids were in there and they're yeah. like, Dad, who is it? He's like, it's no one. We're fine. He's like, we're fine. I don't know what was going on in there. But like you talk about people that got super weird when people just stopped by. This guy yeah. was at like a nine. Oh, my God. He was like tripped out that yeah. somebody just stopped by and knocked on his door. He's like, oh, I didn't know, he didn't know where the knocking was coming from. Yeah. And then the kids pointed to the door. And I don't know if he thought it was the cops or what, but it was like, what the heck? Yeah. But yeah, the same thing we left That's there. And funny. I go, buddy, I go, Griff got a firsthand example of why you text or call before you just stop by. Because and I even told him on there, like, sometimes people get weird. This guy got super <laughs> weird. It was hilarious. Yeah. 
we have neighbors that stop by, like Mr. Bill and stuff. I mean, they I don't think they've ever knocked on the door, but like if we're outside, they'll just pop over, you know, or like after we've chit-chatted, like I've gone over there, we were laughing about couscous. Have you ever right. had couscous? No, I've never had couscous. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I only but know I, it from the, a movie. Yeah, I took him. He's like, what are you saying? And I said, couscous. And then I took him like just this tiny little container, almost like a sauce container of it. And then he messaged me later and he put like <laughs> the way he spelled it was not anywhere. Was he trying to spell to it. it fancy? No. Yeah, he just like he didn't know anything about it. I'm like, it's kinda of like if you take rice and like cut it into three pieces. Like that's oh, how small the couscous is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was some part of a duck or something. I thought it was like a part oh, no. of a duck. Oh, no. No, no, it's just like um I think it's made out of like wheat germ. And it's just like it's kind of puffy, but it's like it's it's kind of like rice. All right, that's cool. Yeah, but the way he spelled it was so funny. And then he brought the container back. I was like, "Did you? Are you looking for a <laughs> refill or like what happened?" I was looking on here to see if I could find how he spelled it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Cuckoo. K O U H K O. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> but it's C O U C O U S. That is messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he liked it. He said he put, like, teriyaki sauce on it or something. I was like, well, yeah, of course it's going to be good because it's just a filler in the sauce. Make it thicker. Right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you got anything else this week? No, but that's about what I have going for the week. I got okay. a bunch of stuff going on out in space, but I think I'm going to save that for next episode. Okay. So, interestingly, interestingly enough, yes, if I could get my words out. So, everything, almost everything that we've talked about, like, being awkward like as a team different things happening in kids lives like conversation so um we just started watching uh season four of stranger things yep that's been big around here i haven't even watched season three oh I my god somewhere around the second half of season two i yeah i don't know what happened i think everybody in the family just watched it past me oh shoot and then i was just like eh, all right i wasn't that committed to it and then i just don't think i ever went back to it yeah but, yeah the new stranger things season has been huge around here oh man so talk about like anxiety which we'll talk about in the second half of this episode oh my gosh just like things that are happening in this this season is like it's pretty intense and then like you know that awkward like when you move schools and you know you're getting bullied and you can't fit in and or you don't fit in and you don't know where you fit in and like right just that whole awkward stage oh man like i even had to do a pulse check on last night because <laughs> what episode are you on <laughs> we're on like i think three or four yeah, that's where one of the kids are at. The other one is yeah. just, like right around there. As well. But it's also pretty intense because um, this season is more, you know, before if you've seen it, it's, they were talking about like the upside down and the, the parallel dimension and things like that. But this is like specifically almost things that I have actually thought about. And it's so crazy because it's not like you just can't have conversation about that, like with certain people, you know, like. Right. Like, like punching a McDonald's worker. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's like stuff you think about, but you just can't talk to people about it. Right. When you're triggered because your sandwich has ketchup on it. For the but third like, time. Yeah. But I mean, it's just pretty intense. It's pretty crazy to see things that you've actually thought about and so that's why i had to do like a pulse check and i was like thank god i don't have a fitbit on i'd be like 
It would be like, <laughs> you need to sit down. It's like, are you running on a treadmill right now? Because it was like, boop, 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 boop. And I was like, <laughs> right. I got to. <laughs> Your heart's going like it's the purge. <laughs> At the end of that, you know, Josh just sits there like when the, the credits come up and then he looks at me and then I was like, I don't think I was breathing like that whole 90 minutes. That was, that was intense. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So when we were up north, uh, I stopped to visit our old neighbors and Pammy makes homemade cookies and then she freezes them. And then like when people come over, she just gives you bags of cookies. So yeah, Josh was like, Hey, if you stop and see Pammy and she gives you cookies, make sure they make it back home. And I was like, it's kind of risky, but we'll see. It's humid (laughs) up there. So she's like, here, she always calls me baby girl. She's like, here you go, baby girl. Like, here's some little snack sized cookies for you. And I said, okay. And then Mr. Don was like, well, what about Josh? He's like, those cookies won't make it back to Josh. And then she had to give me a separate bag for Josh. At least they had the forethought of that. (laughs) So it was just super cute. And like, it's just so great, like having great neighbors. You know, like we've talked about your neighbors before, like how they kind of keep a lookout for things. And, you know, just, I don't know. It's pretty great, you know, just to know like people have your back. Like, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. So, and we're super lucky here with our neighbors here too. You know, we have a good time with them. Speaking of neighbors, real quick, this is, yeah. I, I love talking to my neighbor next door. He's yeah. A, I'd have guessed say 70, 75. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But he is a little butterball of a man. Mm-hmm. He's about maybe five foot two, but like a butterball. He is, yeah, but yeah. he's always happy. Yeah. He, he is funny. Yeah. <laughs> and yesterday I'd seen him out there mowing and I, he was on a different mower and I'm like, oh, he has a zero turn. Like yeah. and he's now he's on like some old school mower. I'm like, oh, maybe he just came across this or whatever. I guess it's an old backup mower. Oh, okay. Well, then I'd seen him over there tinkering with it, working on it. And then uh-huh. I happened to go to the store. And when I come pulling back in, he was slamming the top of it down. I've never seen this guy mad, but he slammed the top of it down. Whoa. Then about 10 minutes later, I see him mowing and there's no body on the mower. <laughs> like he had taken everything off of it to get to the motor and the seat and everything. Yeah. It's just a seat and a motor and a blade. And he's driving this thing around the yard, using it. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what is going on over there? Yeah. And so I was mowing last night. I was mowing and he come pulling up next to me, you know, because I was on that side of the yard. (laughs) He's like, oh, Jeff, how's it going? I'm like, Glenn, what are you doing? You know, he's always happy. He's like, oh, the wife went up north to the cabin. I got the house to myself. He's like, I got a. She left me a honeydew list, but it's three times longer now. I go, oh, yeah, and I'm kind of looking at his mower. And I go, uh, what happened to the zero turn, Glenn? He's like, oh, that goofy thing is broken. I tried to fix it, and they can't get it into the shop until next week. He's like, so I got this one running. I go, oh, yeah. You know, and he's like, but it's old, and it has no safety features. He goes, I almost lost my foot yesterday, Jeff. I was going to call you. And I go, what happened? Oh, my God. He was, he, this is when I, he was slamming the mower and stuff. Oh, As he said, he got off the mower and he went it, first off. The mower don't have a key. So you have to start it by like jumping it out with like touching wires. Oh, my God. And the only way to cut the motor is to shut the fuel off. But when you oh. turn the fuel off, there's still fuel for like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. Until it runs out and then yeah. the, mower, the motor stalls out oh from no God. fuel. That's how you turn this thing off. So he hops off the mower yesterday and 
I guess when he was doing something on it and slammed that lid, it popped into reverse and it rolled and it was going to go over his feet because his feet were under the oh deck. The way he, he has to stand so close to it. But the deck was down all the way to the grass and it shoved his foot and he looked down and seen it hit his foot and he backed up and fell. And so he said when he fell, the mower was still in reverse. And so he had to get up and he's a little he's he's yeah, round. he needed a minute. Yeah. So he yeah. got up and he started chasing the mower. He said it was in reverse, Jeff, and it was going beeline and right across your yard. <laughs> And he said he tried to run after it and he shut the fuel off. And then he was like, oh, thank God. He's like, but it still kept going for like another 20, 30 seconds. He's yeah. like, and it, by then he's like, it was in between our yards, between the trees going in through the, we have a, a small trail, like a four foot long trail between our yards. And okay. it just happened to be lined up with it. Oh my God. And he said he got to the other side and he was trying to take it out of reverse and jam it into park. He said, there was no chance I was getting on the mower. He's like, and I couldn't grab that thing and spite it. He's like, so I jammed it in reverse. And he said, as soon as he got it in reverse, it stalled out. (laughs) He had a hold to do over there. Oh, my God. And so he got mad, and he's trying to figure out a way to put a kill switch on it. So he took all the body and everything off of the mower, and he couldn't figure out a way to do it. So he just finished mowing the lawn. Like that? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Oh my. (laughs) He's so goofy. That's funny. Oh my god, that's too oh, much. Me. Oh. oh, oh, real quick. Oh, yeah. oh, we had a chicken pass away. Just oh, no. it looked like it may have had a heart attack. Nothing got it. It just yeah. was in the middle of the pen. But the other day, all the chickens were out there making a bunch of noise, a big to do. And whenever that happens, it's usually a, po- a possum, raccoon, yeah, or something near them. You right. know what I mean? So we go outside, check it out. Now there was a one passed away right in the middle of the pen. Uh, Looked like she had a heart attack or something. There was nothing physically. Usually, you can kind of tell if something got it or if yeah. something got weird, you know. But it seemed like it just had a heart attack. Oh no! Uh, how long do they usually live? Uh, that amount, I want to say like six to eight years. Oh, okay. Well, how and old was one, she? Maybe even up to ten years. This one was probably four years old. It was Arkham. She's like pure black. She has black eyes, black feathers, but she has got like these jade green feathers peppered into her that just make Ooh. her look like almost like a black hologram whoa yeah she was phenomenal arkham was her name mm-hmm. and uh but one of andrea's friends does taxidermy yeah. art like she'll pick up roadkill on the side of the road and then like she's a taxidermist so she'll taxidermy it like into like really cool artwork yeah like she has one that has like it's a fox body but it's got three fox heads on it like a hydra oh yeah yeah but it's it is crazy that's it is cool. crazy. So Andrea was telling her about the chicken. Yeah. Well, Andrea had called her about the chicken to say, hey, we had a chicken pass away. Would you be interested in taking it? Can you use it for anything? And she's like, yeah, put it in the freezer. So we, Andrea bagged it up. We put it in, on ice and Andrea took it to her at work. Oddly enough, my buddy, we had told him about Andrea's friend maybe two months ago. Yeah. And he had contacted her to make him a piece of art and she's still working on it. And now she called him to say, Hey, do you want me? Can I incorporate some of Arkham's feathers? Because Jay knows Arkham. He's yeah. my best friend. He knows yeah. the chickens. All right. Uh, into your artwork or is that too insensitive? And he's like, No, that would be great. But just That's... check with the Joneses. So she yeah. called and was like, Hey, can I use some of your dead chicken in the artwork I'm doing for your friend? We're like, Yeah, that'd be phenomenal. Right. So I'm really curious to see what what it ends up being because she does crazy artwork yeah i'd like to have her on the show and talk about it sometime right yeah for sure yep so we're down a chicken dang yeah we're down to five 
So I think we're either gonna get more pullets, like teenage chickens, but when mm-hmm. we do that, we usually have to get like four or six of them. Oh, okay. And I don't think our rooster right now is up to keeping up with it because he's had a bum wheel for about two, three years now. Oh. And it, the ones, the chickens we have now are older, more mature, so they kind of know, stick around, this and that. And I'm afraid yeah. if we get young ones, it's going to be too much of a work on them. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, as far as roosters go, he's not a 10. He's probably at like a three. <laughs> like he can't defend much. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. he's twice as big as the rest of them. So. Yeah. But he's such so he a good, scary. he's a good rooster. Yeah, his name's Boots. He's got like the crazy furry legs. Yeah. Well, that's yep. funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah and he's, he's big. Good times. All right, Jeffy, you want booby rock of the week? Yeah, we can. What do you got? Booby rock of the week. Booby rock. Um, okay, this week is hematite. So see how it's kind of like, this is the raw one. That. Yeah, it almost looks like a yeah graphite or something. Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like super smooth. I mean, this one's not polished or tumbled so but some of the attributes of hematite which is one of i mean i have many favorite stones but this is one of my favorite is it's particularly effective at grounding and protecting and it harmonizes mind body and spirit it protects the soul and grounds it back into the body so like if you feel like you leave a lot of the time or maybe if you don't even realize that it'll help get you back in your body and it has a strong yang element Yang, right. Y-A-N-G, yep. yeah, and it balances the meridians, so nice. it dissolves negativity and prevents negative energies from entering your aura, which is an amazing thing, so like if you go out into the world or like are going to be in a large crowd, it's awesome to keep like certain people away from you, and it's beneficial for legal situations, I don't know, I feel it's black, so it always, anything, any black stone will protect against negativity, so that's one of my go-tos when I give out, like, gifts and stuff. I normally will put this in a bag for somebody, and it's funny because if you wear it to work, like, if you work in an office or around a lot of people or customer service, it helps keep certain people away from you or, like, keep that distance, so nice. most, of, most of the time our aura is about, so... It's said that it's about six feet out from your body each way. And so certain people won't come around you. So it is funny because (laughs) I have noticed that when I go to certain places, you know, like if you're like, oh, so-and-so didn't even come over today. And then you're like, oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen some people's aura almost feels like a bug zapper. Like you walk up to them and then like all of a sudden you get close and you're like, yeah, right. Shouldn't have walked over here. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting, too, because I was wondering if scientifically, if that's why they made the six feet rule for social distancing. Like, I wonder if it's six feet because you're you're in other people's energy within six feet. Energy, personal space. Just yeah. All of that, whatever yeah. You call it. So I was wondering if like somebody had like recommended that or like somebody oh. in the CDC or if it was measured or whatever, because I mean, that's actually a measured um, that's how we know it's a measured thing. I'm not just making it up. No, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hematite. I would definitely recommend hematite for booby rock of the week. Nice hematite. Yeah. yeah. All right. Why don't we take a cur- quick commercial break and we'll have some, um, announcements and we'll talk about anxiety when we come back. Good deal. See you in a minute. 
Every year, over 10 million bags of chips and pretzels go stale. This is a tragedy of epic proportions. Our specialists have been working around the clock in our top secret workshops and have finally done it. The chip clip. A clip that is so technologically advanced that it can extend not only the life of your chips, but your enjoyment also. The chip clip is ergonomically designed that it is crafted with a non-slip grip, silent spring, and a notched end to perfection to always grip and extend the life of those pretzels. So before we allow staleness to win the fight, let's clip it in the bud. Chip clip. It's the way. And we're back to your regularly, regularly Get it out broadcast there. scheduled. <laughs> we're off again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Thanks for sticking around during that commercial break. Regular, <laughs> we now return to your regularly scheduled broadcast. I feel like you had too many syllables in there. Regularly? Regularly. 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 Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. You just I just it. emphasized it emphasized differently. Emphasized too yes. many letters. Whew. Speaking of anxiety, Jeffy. Yeah, I know. You're giving me anxiety. Wow. Okay. So I wanted to, just with everything happening in the world, and I just wanted to share real quick. So I was doing a new person's hair last night, and we were talking about, because she's a therapist, and we were just talking about anxiety, just just overall in general. Right. And we were talking about how, like, for example, a peanut, so our daughter's been working from home for a few months, and she went out in the car, and she's like, God, it's almost like I forgot how to drive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't drive barely anymore. And she's like, and I'm like getting up, merging on the ramp super slow. Like, I, it's almost like I forgot how to drive. And then she's like, now I'm like all anxious when I do it. And so that's why I wanted to talk about anxiety, just about like people reintegrating back into society and things like that. Right. And you nailed it on the head, Jen. It's, it's Some anxiety is just a typical part of life. It's just the hustle and bustle of living in a busy world. That's yeah. what brings about the anxiety and it's not all bad though it makes you aware of like danger it motivates you to stay organized and prepared and it helps you calculate risks but still when anxiety becomes like a daily reoccurrence right like if it just keeps happening yeah it's time to act before it snowballs because it can snowball from there and unchecked anxiety can be can greatly impact like your quality of life so if you take control by take control of it get yeah. on top of it now but like right. what so I was, you said you want to talk about anxiety. So I was looking up what is anxiety and anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's like a feeling of fear or worry that can be caused by a combination of factors. A lot of researchers believe the range from genetics to just the environment to your brain's chemistry. Yeah. You know, some uh, common symptoms of anxiety are increased heart rate, rapid breathing, restlessness, trouble concentrating. Yes. Things like that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, It's important to note that anxiety can present itself in different ways for different people. While one person may experience like a butterfly feeling in their stomach, another might have full-on panic attacks, nightmares, painful thoughts, things like that. Right. And there's a difference between everyday anxiety and an anxiety disorder. Yes. Now, feeling anxious about something new or stressful is one thing, but when it gets to an uncontrollable or like a ridiculous excessive point and starts to affect your quality of life, that could be a disorder. Now, it's just because it's called a disorder doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just, you know, at least it can be treated. It just means it's out of order. Yeah, it's not in order. Yeah. 
Right. Some disorders are is like a, there's a panic disorder. There's post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, separation anxiety, illness anxiety, phobias. Yeah. Just a generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, social anxiety disorder. Which right. Would almost kind of be like what Madeline has if you haven't been out of the house in a while and now yeah. you're just expected to go out and about and live your life again. It, yeah. Right. Yeah, because when you keep doing it, right, like you're used to it. Like you're used to it, it. It's less. It's less chance for you to have almost like sensory overload because right. you're used to it, right? Because you have um, deleted those things out of your normal conscious. Right. And so when you get back out into the world now, it's overwhelming because it's like, oh, now I'm overstimulated. And people are, you know, that's what causes a panic. Right. And for your anxiety to feel heightened, right? Because now it's really, are you in fight or flight? Like, are you at risk, right? Or is it just like a heightened awareness? Right. Yeah. So um, also kind of like you, I found some facts that were super interesting that I wanted to share. Just because I feel like if people have resources or information you know, then it's easier for them to decide, you know, is this something I need to check into? It is normal, right? Like, it, obviously, the past two, three years, like, we've all been going through this on some right. level. You know, people just have dealt with it differently. So, yeah. oh, yeah, go ahead. Nope, that was it. Oh, so uh, the first thing I found was anxiety can actually be genetic. So you might be predisposed. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, predisposed. That's not a word. That's still not a word. Disposed, disposed, predisposed. Predisposed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Welcome oh, back. I wasn't even sure what you were trying to get Am at. Am I there. having a stroke? I like get it together. Okay. Some studies show that individuals are genetically predisposed to anxiety, and they're actually right. at a higher risk of developing anxiety after exposure to a stressful or traumatic event. So right. give yourself some space, right? Like, don't be so hard on yourself. And, you know, never, ever try to one-up somebody's trauma or situation. You know, Yeah, you those people bother me. Yeah, the one-uppers. And also, if you have had, let's say you get in a car accident right and you're like well it was just a fender bender it's still traumatic to you so if you have if you're genetic and have that predisposition then it's going to be 10 times worse for you just because it's a smaller event as opposed to somebody who doesn't have that genetic predisposition and they can get over it quicker right so give yourself some space on that um, the second thing is actually anxiety and depression are linked together. So people with chronic depression often develop symptoms of anxiety as a result of the mental exhaustion of depression. So like right. because you're so exhausted, you can't function properly and you feel like you're in fight or flight all the time. Well, yeah. Plus your brain is just working overtime. If yeah. you're exhausted, your brain is still focusing and concentrating on what you currently have going and yes. stuff that still would be going on in your brain at that time. Right. Uh, the third thing I found is anxiety often begins in childhood. So according to a study, approximately 7% of children between the ages of 3 and 17 have diagnosed anxiety, which I'm sure this was probably before covid that study i was gonna say it's but that's more probably even higher now it, yeah 
And so children are still developing their verbal skills and they can't say, I have anxiety or I'm really worried, right? So one common anxiety symptom in children includes restlessness, inattention, avoidance, and frequent meltdowns. So like um, it often gets misdiagnosed as ADHD because now they're just having anxiety and they don't have the words to say it. And so then they just say, oh, my kid can't sit still in class, you know, and then they get medicated. Right. In reality, he's not hyper. He's just antsy. Right. Yeah. And needs an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the fourth thing, anxiety can cause physical symptoms, right? Because now your body's trying to process all this information all the time. So it can cause um, difficulty focusing and concentrating, restlessness, irritability, and frustration. So a lot of people as a physical ailment, it can show up like weakness, shortness of breath, rapid heart rate, nausea, hot flashes, and dizziness. So people experiencing a panic attack often end up at the ER because they feel like they're having a heart attack, right? Yep. So, um, because it's just an anxiety attack. Have you ever had a panic attack? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's one of those, it's so crazy. Like, how do, how does it affect you? Me? Uh, my, it's... Is it well, different depending no, on the, the situation? Problem, or? No, it, they're always the same. But hmm. it, I know what triggers it and what brings it on. Oh. And it's my own doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I get panicky. You get panicky. You know yeah. what I mean? Your heart races. You start sweating. Right. Your legs feel like spaghetti. And there's times where I thought I was going to pass out. Actually, that's happened many a times mm-hmm. where I thought I was going to pass out. And I get it even gives it sucks because it gives me more. Of, it's never happened while I'm driving. Yeah. But it, I, the feeling that it could happen while I'm driving gives me even more anxiety. Does oh, that yeah. Make yeah. Sense? Because yeah. It, it's happened too often to not happen while I'm driving. Yet. OK, gotcha. Sense? Yep. Yep, I know exactly what I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. I I will get that when there's a lot of people and there's a lot of energy coming at me. Or if somebody is like rapid fire, um, just like nonstop. And it can be like electronically, like on the computer. Or it can be just like like on the phone, you know, where right. you don't have time to process. And it's just like, bow, 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 bow. Like they just yep. are like machine gunning it, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, like, like two months ago, that's my youngest started talking to me about like, he's like, oh, I have this going on. And remember I was telling you, I think he's dehydrated. Yeah. It was weird because as soon as he started telling me his symptoms, my first thought is, well, you're dehydrated. But yeah. his symptoms were the exact same as my symptoms. And that's why we went to the doctor. Yeah. Because I was pretty sure I was getting lightheaded and woozy and just fucking, you know, like, because I was, de- you know what I mean? I, yeah. And it's, it, it is. It's, it was lack of sleep. It was lack of dehydration. It was lack of hydration. Yeah. It was bringing on anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? But honestly, they've almost pretty much stopped since I've started getting at least six or more hours of sleep every night. Yeah. No matter what, at least six or more. Right. And drinking a lot of water. Yeah. And I would say that it has curbed them to damn near nothing now. That's amazing. And I'm glad you shared that too, because I think people don't realize like how much brain health in water is required for that. You know, right. when people are like, drink water, drink water, like water is so important. It's no joke. Like if your brain is literally like dehydrated, 
Yes. Right. Like I wasn't joking before, like a few shows ago when I said like the doctor asked me, when was the last time I drank water? Yeah. And it was like a year and a half ago. Like, I don't even know. Right. Because I don't drink water. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after that, I've been drinking water since, you know, I've been well, drinking it. Yeah. Water actually. So the hydration helps the neurons fire in your brain and for things, the messages to get to where they need to be. So if you have a lack of that, of course, it's going to be that much easier for you to almost like have um, crazy thoughts, feel like you're going crazy, you know. So, yeah, no, that's no. The doctor had pointed out that caffeine is not helping. Caffeine is also triggers anxiety attacks. Mm -hmm. Just same with alcohol, nicotine, all of that. You know what I mean? I don't drink alcohol, but I drink enough caffeine to supplement that. Right. Well, so to add into it, anxiety disorders actually increase the risk of health complications. So a lot of people will experience um, like they'll get COPD because your immunity is down. And then right. you, a lot of people will have like gastrointestinal issues like IBS or they will turn to pain pills because they're in they physically hurt right. and they're trying to numb that when if you would just figure out the root cause of the anxiety and address that then you wouldn't have to do that right right and i'd ask my doctor too kind of like you know what's a good way to like curb this anxiety when it's happening yeah you know what i mean and stuff like that and he said stay hydrated get sleep stay hydrated he's like a lot of people he's like and you're probably one of them he's like when you stress out you probably smoke more he's like but smoking more believe it or not yeah it relaxes you for that five ten minutes after but the Mm -hmm. anxiety comes back twofold right you know what I mean? And yeah. so I I talked to him about a, a few things. And then he had told me, if, like, besides the water, stay active. Don't drink alcohol, which I've never drank alcohol anyways. But I so I looked up what are like 10. I found 10 natural remedies for anxiety, like yeah. just naturally 10 things you can do without yeah. having to go to the medication first. Sure. Um, first, stay active. You know, just by staying active produces serotonin. It produces all sorts of endorphins in your brain that. Yes what that does is by it fills your brain with the endorphins that it pushes the anxiety out there's not enough room in there for both of them and this the chemicals are going to get in there Mm -hmm. so something's got to go and generally it's the anxiety yes uh number two was steer clear of alcohol number three was don't smoke cigarettes again that's you know the nicotine the Mm caffeine you know number four was caffeine don't do that eliminate caffeine eliminate nicotine alcohol uh, prioritize getting a good night's rest. Get at least six or more hours of sleep. They say adults need seven to nine. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I've always focused on, I've always had five hours of sleep, five hours, you know, until I talked to the doctor recently. Now I'm getting to six, seven if I can, yeah. especially when I was off with my hernia. I was right. getting like eight or nine. I was loving yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, meditate. Yeah. You know, and just practice mindfulness. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of different meditations. A lot of people think meditating is just sitting there and listening to somebody instruct you on like, now you're walking through a fort. No. Uh, there's a lot of different types of meditation. Yes. And uh, if you're well, literally at a loss, please email me because I have a ton of resources for you. And I'll ask you a few questions and then we'll get you what you need. I mean, I'm I not think a, we should. I'd like to do expert, a whole but... episode on just meditation at some point. Yeah. Just because I was impressed by the list of the ways and just the types of meditation i guess you could say yes is that but i don't want to get into it all on here but meditating is one good way to get yes. rid of anxiety i'll write that down and we will do that yep. i definitely yeah. want to try to cover just a, i'd like to just cover a meditation episode because right. i'm not 100 familiar with 
meditating properly. I've had sure. people that have listened to meditation for men ask me, what do I do to actually meditate? Yeah. I've told them how I do it. I'm not even sure if it's right. Yeah. I've asked you, uh, you know, I've actually, the people that I, you know, are like, well, I'd like to really get started. I've asked you for links and ways for them yeah. to get started because, and again, I just think it would be fun to cover. Yeah, we'll do uh, it. Carrying on ways to get rid of anxiety naturally. Yeah. Eat a balanced diet. Obviously, nutrition is going to have a lot to do with that. Yes. Uh, practice deep breathing. Just yes. get a, a practice deep breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. Get your heart rate back to normal. And if you can get your heart back to normal, it'll it'll get your brain back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just want to add on that part two for deep breathing when people are like, oh, let me get in a deep breath in my lungs. That's not deep breathing. Deep breathing is like, like, you know, when you like relax your stomach and it, it pushes out deep breathing is like where you take the air in, it's in your lungs and you actually get it into your stomach. Yeah. So what you want want to do is you want to breathe in and then immediately breathe out. Don't hold it. You just breathe in and breathe out, but it, it needs to be at like pretty much the same rate. Yeah. You don't want to breathe so, in fast and then breathe out slow. You so want to breathe in get, yeah. a long, deep inhale and a long, deep exhale and just keep doing that. And that'll restore normal breathing patterns into your heart, into the rest of you. Yes. And that reduces the anxiety. Seven seconds in and seven seconds out is getting you to unconscious breathing. Nice. So nice. you, you'll feel it where you are like in a different mindset. So if, it, and plus that's it, it, literally a way to meditate too, which we can talk about, but like, because you're just focusing on that one thing and you're in the present moment, you're breathing in slow count to seven and then put like, you're not, you can like push it out. It just needs to be consistent. Right. Yep. Like, so breathe it in for seven and out for seven, in for seven, out for seven. Nice. And you do that a few, just a few times, and then you'll feel like your heart rate. But the main thing is staying in the present moment, because when you're in the present moment, it doesn't allow you to be in 42 other places at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, another thing is aromatherapy, which I'm sure you're familiar with, essential yes. oils and whatnot. Now, a lot of those are made from natural plant extracts, so it's still considered a natural remedy. Mm-hmm. Um. They can be inhaled directly, or you can just add them to like warm bath water. They just help you relax, help you sleep, boost your mode. They reduce your heart rate and your blood pressure. Some essential oils believe that are believed to reduce anxiety. Bergamot. Okay. Am I saying that right? Bergamot. Yeah, I think so. B e r g a m o t. Bergamo. Bergamo. Don't ask me. I can't even talk today. I know bergamot, uh, yeah. lavender, clary sage, grapefruit, and lang lang. Those are the best ones for reducing anxiety. Yeah. Yep. I also have an anxiety oil. Um, If somebody's looking for one, please let me know. Email me um, or message me on Facebook. That's not a problem. Um, I get it from the source. And so if you need, I just gifted out a whole bunch of anxiety oil. And the feedback is that it's really helping. So you just, it's on a roller um, tube and then you just roll it on your wrist and then smell it. Nice. Yeah, so it'll reduce nice. anxiety within 10 seconds. Yep, and the last one I had was just drink chamomile tea. It's It doesn't have oh. caffeine in it. Yeah. Like natural caffeine, like most tea just naturally kind of has. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's chamomile tea. The main thing, too, about that is, like, is to be in the present moment with your tea. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy the cup. Like, smell it. Taste it. Like, feel it go into your body. Like, that's that's when you are able to, like, reduce 
reduce it. Um, yep. th the one thing I wanted to add to your list, which is super helpful, is if you feel like none of those things work, send me an email because I do have some like unconscious um, options that we can do. So like if you have a phobia that you feel like is just like paralyzing your life, um, for example, I worked with our mom and she's had a fear of height her whole life. Uh, we did one session and actually it was like a half session because she started to get like a little anxious in the session. And so I thought, okay, well, probably it, we'll see what the results were. And then when she drove down here, the first time she went over the bridge, she actually, it was the first time in her life she could look down and it was fine. Nice. Yeah. So nice. if there's yeah, anything I never in thought your life about that, that mom's never rode rides with us that go up in the air no. or do anything like that. I've never thought about that. Yeah. No, she always, she, she was she the never gets holder on the roof. and like, yep. oh yeah. Yep. Or she would if hold she the did, bags or hold the ladder or do yeah, yeah. groundwork. She, or if she did go up, she closed her eyes from the time it started to end it, whatever it was. And yeah. So if that's something that you feel anxious about, like even if it's, um, you know, walking into a room that you're not comfortable with or anything like that. I have like super easy, easy, easy tricks and tips. And we can do like a short meditation. You don't have to know how to do it. I walk you through it. And then we just work through your stuff. So if that's something that you're interested in, definitely let me know. Nice. Yeah. So feel the energy at gmail.com. Just email me and let me know and I'll reach out. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jeffy, good times. Oh, yep. hey, real quick. I did want to add super quick. Um, so I've been reading the book by Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart. Okay. And she talks a lot about like um, all the emotions, like how most of us only know like really like two to three emotions that we're able to identify but really there's like 52 and so I looked up in her book about anxiety real quick and I found this she said for me anxiety feels like what I lovingly call the Willy Wonka shit tunnel you know like she's like there's a frightening scene in the original Willy Wonka that starts out as a sweet boat ride through magical land of supersized candy and then turns into escalating scene of fear and loss of control so that's what she's talking about, how anxiety feels to her. And then um, the American Psychological Association defines anxiety as an emotional or I'm sorry, an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts and physical changes like increased blood pressure. Yeah. So, yeah. And then she goes in here to talk about worrying and anxiety go together. But worry is not an emotion. It's the thinking part of anxiety. So worry is described as a chain of negative thoughts about bad things that might happen in the future. So anxiety and worry usually go together, but right. um, anxiety is the emotion of it. Huh. Yeah. So I just wanted to add that real quick. So we have some fun announcements and pep in the step. We do, Jen. All right. So fun announcement is if you are a member already... We are going to include um, an invitation for you to invite somebody to our membership for free. We're going to create a coupon code and you can use that coupon code. That's your name for your free member buddy. Nice. So you can have a membership together. And then, and then 
we're going to run a summer special. If you buy a membership, you get one free. So you two can get into the membership, buy one, get one free. This is through June and July? June and July. And nice. the um, buy one, get one free membership will be BOGO. B-O-G-O. That's buy the one, coupon. get one. That's the coupon code. BOGO. Buy one, get one. Yep. Free. Yep. Speaking of that, Gen 2, we have uh, the fifth episode of Jeff and Iran coming out right around the time Sweet. that this episode here comes out. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited about that. Like I said earlier, Dad, we covered Ugh. the history. We had a light discussion, history, mystery, and a movie. Yeah. Uh, Dad, like most episodes, never lets me down. God bless. This, this episode, guy. he did a fantasy bracket. I pitched to him if you were stuck on a deserted island with yeah. a radio that just plays one song for the oh rest of gosh. your life. Yeah. What song would it be? And he made right. a list of 16 songs. I was impressed with his list. Yeah. He had songs on there that I was surprised he had on there. Some Guns N' Roses and things. Oh, that's funny. ACDC. Yeah. And of course, Vince Gill, Johnny Cash, whatnot. Oh, but, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stay yeah. tuned for that. Awesome. Well, what is um, Pep in your step this week, Jeffy? Uh, putting Pep in my step this week, Jen, I'd say I got a new lawnmower. I cannot, my lawnmower crapped out. Yeah. Cannot get it started. Got a new lawnmower. We talked uh, about maybe riding at home. Yes. Yep. Yep. Got, the, yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. So I've yeah. been using that, loving that mower. Um, actually, the people I bought the mower from shot me a text and were like, hey, uh, we sold you our mower, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They're like, is there any chance you could come by and look at our new one? We can't get it started. <laughs> like, what? So I go over there and the guy's like, hey, you want to trade mowers back? And I'm like, what? This is like a brand new mower you got, man. And he's like, yeah, we can't get it started. He's like, we replaced the battery. I've done this, done that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I texted him too back. I go, well, I don't work on lawnmowers. I'm not a small engine repair kind of guy, but I'm yeah. a troubleshooter. I said, I can come by and troubleshoot it. I can yeah. sure I can narrow the problem down. And if it's just a matter of replacing a part, sure, I can fix it. But I get there. He tells me what it's doing. I'm like, well, obviously, it's not getting any kind of power. He's like, we replaced the battery. We replaced this. Grab the neighbor's battery off yeah. of his mower. Right. And we've done all this. And I look up and I go, well, your deck is engaged. He's like, what? I go, it's not going to start if your deck is engaged. And I move one lever to disengage his deck, more yeah. fired up. <laughs> this guy this guy could not believe that that's what the problem was. But he said he's been, he spent four days driving around to all these mower places, getting parts, doing this, troubleshooting it, doing this, yeah. nothing. And he's like, you walk up two minutes. The guy, oh yeah, they were so ecstatic. <laughs> so I got the new mower I have has been kicking ass yeah uh, memorial day spent time with the family yesterday at your sister's house playing cornhole and whatnot yard oh, okay. games loved yeah. it that's been putting pep in my step griff has been hounding me for about four or five months to get him a membership at a gym okay and my problem is that i he don't have a way to get to the gym right i would get him a membership if he had a way to get there but yeah. i'm kind of waiting until he got his license but we drove we had some time to kill the other day and we drove past the gym so we stopped in because Oxford students get a free membership there for the summer. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So we had stopped in and he signed up, got his free membership. And now he's been riding his bike from our house to the gym. Working out. Then working out. Back. Riding home. You know where the gym is? Up by Kmart. In Lake in Orion? Lake, Lake Orion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two little over two hours takes him to get there. And then he works out and then he rides back home. Whatever works. I mean, that's I know. dedication for <laughs> a free membership. And, he, and he is dedicated. He is. That he's is been there serious. four days in a row. He's not. He should joking. have Tina Turner legs in a minute. 
He's not joking. And then yeah. just last night, he's like, I don't know why my arm is sore. I think I slept on it wrong. I goes, probably from riding your bike and working out and riding back home. Right. He's like, I don't know. Is it muscle forming? He's like, does muscle hurt when it forms? Or did I sleep on this wrong? Yeah. I goes, probably a little of both. Yeah. But so he's psyched. And now that he's been working at the gym, his plan is to try to force himself to like salads. Oh, okay. That's. I thought that was a weird step. I mean, it's not because he wants to eat healthier. Yeah. And But he's never ate a salad in his life. And oh. now he's like, I'm going to try to. He's, his goal is to start tomorrow at okay. school yeah. and try to eat salad at lunch for the whole week. He oh, thinks okay. he can do it. He's never ate a salad. So we'll yeah. see how it goes on day one. But he's, his right. plan is to do four days in a row. Nice. Get it. That's yep, awesome. That's what I said. So yeah. Good for him. Right. That's all I've been putting pep in my step. Mower Memorial Day. Griff getting to the gym. Awesome. How about well, yourself? Yeah. Pep in our step is, um, so I drove back from Michigan on Saturday. And we got back. We had planned on going to uh, kind of like a shady bar down here for a concert. Yep. Come to find out. So I've never been in this place. And then I said, my my feeling is when we walk in, it's going to smell like a bowling alley. That's how yes. I felt about it. And it? sure enough, we went in and it smelled just like a bowling alley, looked like a bowling alley. Like it was like just the it was a very long venue, so the stage was at one end, you know, and people are playing pool and stuff. Um, phenomenal music venue. Oh, the nice. the band we saw, um, the one one kid is Justin Clyde Williams. Look that nugget up. He played barefoot up on stage. First time I've seen that. Um, but it was just him and his guitar. Real cool little nugget. And then we watched Red clay strays and the thing about this band is they're all they're pretty young the guy in the front i feel like is probably was born in the wrong era i feel like he's probably like a johnny be good kind of johnny cash right more like he's got a pompadour like his voice is amazing nice amazing he plays like the i don't know what that bigger guitar is called like, but it's bigger and it's like it's round and it's, it's a little metal bit on it. shorter. Um, no, it had like filigree kind of on it. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, phenomenal. The drummer in there, I could not stop laughing at that guy. He was having the time of his life. A lot of drummers probably, do. Yeah, he like they just sounded so good. So you can find them. Um, actually, I've been listening to them on Spotify. So Red Clay Strays. All right. Amazing. Amazing. Yep. So definitely check them out. I feel like big stuff's going to happen for those nuggets. Yeah. We bought a bunch of t-shirts, you know, um, some stickers. We didn't get to see them after because it was like, and they played straight for two hours. Nice. No pause? No. Nice. Nope. He played the piano. Um, like it just was it literally felt like we were like in back to the future and like it, it was crazy it nice. was amazing it was time. amazing yeah everyone had the people were dancing on the dance floor it was great excellent yeah it was good stuff so yeah all right so next time we will talk about meditation and don't forget to join us on the membership yep that's right jen they can find that at so backslash membership all right good luck out here <laughs>